All right, the Knicks just won game two. They didn't just win. I'm thrilled, but I'm also a bit pissed off right now because I just, before this, recorded a full 17-minute episode, and I got out of my pitch-black closet to upload it, and it was gone. I uploaded it to Spotify, and then it was gone. I don't know if it was my internet. I don't know if it was Spotify, but I'm, I, I don't know. I have to be mad at someone. I'm mad at Spotify, but I'm doing it again. Uh, which is a very frustrating thing to do because I like the way it turned out the first time a lot. But who knows? Uh, it's somewhere in the World Wide Web right now. Maybe that was uh, a signal that I had to redo it or that I could make it better. But anyways, um, my throat is already sore from doing the first time around. But I don't want to. I don't want to have too much negative energy put into this great win by the Knicks. Uh, we had to win this game. O two. Going on to the other team's home court is not a position you want to be in. And the Knicks were looking in that direction. The lowest point of the game was around the third quarter. We were down bad, 15-point deficit. D. Rose wasn't hitting his shots. He looked injured. I was like, oh, no. We're going to go 0-2. We're going to get swept. We're going to be the joke of the league. But we turned it around because this team has grit. We're not the same team as previous years. We have talent, but we also have mental toughness. We stay in games. We have a great coach. Uh, and I think this second half signified what this team is all about this year. Uh, we play with a lot of passion. We stay in games. Reminds me a little bit of the Lakers. Sometimes they don't come out strong, but LeBron James is the best player of all time. You can always count on him to really play up, uh, to just bring it to another level at the end of the game. And I think that that's what the Knicks did. Um, and they did it. They did it the first game too. To be fair to them, it's just that they couldn't execute at the end. But anyways, let's get into it. Um, Starting with the first half, they really didn't carry out any of the two keys to success I laid out for them. The first key to success, if you remember, was get Julius Randle going early on. And uh, yeah, that didn't go exactly as planned. Julius Randle started off the first half 0 for 5. He was ice cold. Now, you can't put the blame entirely on him. Um, You know, what we're used to seeing from Randle, even when he's getting double teamed, He's good in, He's good enough a passer to dish it out to his teammates. And at the clip, they usually hit threes at, they hit open shots at. That works out all right. We're still getting points. He's racking up assists, but we weren't hitting in the first half, and that was the problem. Bullock was cold. RJ was cold. Quickly was cold. So Rana was, was stuck in the mud because guys he was passing to weren't hitting shots. He was getting double teamed. A lot of people on Twitter um, who are really just haters... Uh, are saying, hey, Randall, you got to be more aggressive. You're letting down. You're selling right now. You're looking like pandemic P. Uh, it's just, it's not the case. Those are the same people that, the people telling Randall to be more aggressive are the same people that get mad at Randall for turning the ball over. I mean, wh- th- there's nothing, there's nothing really he can do when he's double teamed um, and, and they're, they're begging him to pass the ball. The smart choice is to pass the ball. And in the second half, we started hitting shots. And that opened the game up more, and Randall started being more aggressive. He started driving to the basket. But what enabled that to happen was that we started hitting shots. Anyway, to talk more about the game as a whole, uh, the second oh okay, the second key to the game was find an answer to Trey Young. You know, we gotta figure out the optimal defensive scheme, and it looks like we still have not figured it out. As much as it pains me to say it, I, I'm thrilled with the victory, yes, but it doesn't look like we figured out a foil. To this Atlanta offense. Trey Young was cooking us in the first half. He was. You know, I love D. Rose, but I don't think he can guard Trey Young for 40 minutes a game. He just can't. 
he was getting cooked. He was giving us the floater. He was giving us threes. And I'm going to be honest, in the fourth quarter, um, we were getting a little lucky. You know, we were playing good defense, but they also were missing shots. Bogdanovich, that's their guy. He was getting open looks. He was missing them. Hunter, that's another one of their depth pieces. He, he, he wasn't hitting shots. So we did get a little lucky. We did get a little lucky. I, I'm going to talk about what I want going into next game, next game at the end of the podcast. But um, we, didn't, we didn't get the keys to the game down. And, yeah, I think that, you know, I'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. But now to get into some individual performances. Julius Randle, start off cold, like I said, but he, he came back, stormed back in the second half. He was dishing, he was scoring, he was hitting threes. Um, he was driving the basket, he was being aggressive. And that's what makes Julius Randle so good. He can do it all, you know. He hit two threes just like that, bang, bang, because... He's a great three-point shooter, you know. And I think that's part of what separates him from these other, you know, big men that can shoot. Guys like, you know, um, AD, Embiid, Jokic, even Porzingis. All these guys, their three-point shooting ability is an attribute they have. For Randall, it, it's a genuine strength. He can really shoot. If you leave him open, he can. he's hitting it no, no problem. He's shooting 41% from three this year. It's better than Dame Lillard. It's better than Luka Doncic. Um, so, like, this guy is a real three-point shooter. He's a passer. He can drive. He can pull up for mid-range. He ball handles. I was in a group chat tonight, and my friend Rex, you've met Rex from the NFL Draft episode, said Randall is a top 25, a fringe top 25 player. What? To me, that, that that's ridiculous. I mean, either you're bugging or you're a casual if you think Randall is a top 25 fringe player. Randall is top 10 easily, okay? I mean, first off, based off stats alone, which is not a good way to evaluate a player, he scores a ton, he gets a lot of rebounds, and he passes. Don't sleep on big men that can pass. But also, when was the last time a player like Randall carried a team so bad on paper to the playoffs when when was the last time the Knicks were supposed to go and win about 20 games and finish 30th alright on paper this team looked like a bunch of bums Randall included he silenced everybody he dragged us to the playoffs now it wasn't just him but when was the last time a a player surrounded by you know guys who were supposedly nobodies and and took them to the fourth seed the only example I could think of is LeBron um when when he carried a a dumped dumpster fire clown show of a Cavaliers team to the finals, and and that's LeBron James. He's the, he's the best player in the league. He's the best player of all time. How how are you gonna say Randall is, is top fringe twenty five? That's it's crazy. I mean Randall is top ten, top five. Turn on the Knicks game. It, it's really I think what it is 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 recency bias. Or it's just general bias because he hasn't been great these first two playoff games, but he's carried us all season. He he's a great player. Um, I forget I forget exactly what he said. He said he's fringe top twenty five. Said he's he's unintimidating, unintimidating. What is unintimidating about about a six ten massive power forward that can spot up from three, hit it in your face, drive to the basket, bully you in the post? Behind the back pass to three, rebounds, 
hustle, do, do, do it all. I, what, what is unintimidating about that? Huh? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that, you know, it's, it's just it's just what people do to the Knicks. We've been a joke. We've been we've been the joke of the league for a long time. So, naturally, when the Knicks are doing good stuff, people's people's first tendency is to say, uh, you know, Knicks, they 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 they're, they're a joke. Julius Randle, yeah, he he's their best player. He he's a joke. He he's unintimidating. Uh, we we laugh when we see him. Yeah, right. Say that to the say that to the Jazz when we we beat them by twenty points in November. This is a legit team. This is legit, 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 legit teams. We've blown good teams out by 50 this year. I think that we have what it takes to beat the Hawks. Um, I think the first game was jitters. You have to remember a lot of our guys. And I've got got on a huge tangent here because I had to address uh, what Rex said in the chat. Um, But I I think think it was jitters the first game. Um, A lot of our guys are young, inexperienced never been in a playoff game before but I, I think we got what it takes so now you know talk about some other players obviously Randall he's a top five top 10 player um I don't know what the argument for him being fringe top 25 is but um I, I really don't know what to say about that um RJ Barrett he's good he's not great right now I think he can be great right now he's just good um he can drive he's a great shooter actually um RJ Barrett, when when he's on, he helps us out. He was on today in the second half, big part of it. Alec Burks was pretty quiet today, but in the fourth quarter, guy turned into a menace in in a good way, in a good way, not a menace to society, um, a menace on the court in a good way. And Nerlens Noel, I learned a new nickname from him from my friend Lefty Joe, the Berlin Wall. I don't quite, uh, I, I I don't I don't love the nickname. I think it's sort of like a play on the Berlin Wall. I don't love it, uh, but the Nerlens Wall, whatever. Played well today. Taj Gibson. I love the hustle from Taj Gibson. He used to be my least favorite player. Now it's Obi Toppin. Um, but Taj Gibson, I actually do like him now. He plays with a lot of heart, plays with a lot of passion. Doesn't have the most talent. He's an old head, but he gets it done. Speaking of old heads, Derek Rose. I don't, I'm not sure how he's going to play 40 minutes every game, but guy got it done today. He was scoring. He showed us why he's an MVP. Um, and if he can keep this up, we're going to be a tough team. Another great move by World Wide West, man. That just shows how much this organization has changed since the Phil Jackson era. Phil Jackson, in my opinion, most overrated coach. Um, one of the most overrated coaches in in, in sports. Uh, up there with the likes of Shaka Smart, uh, the terrible Texas coach. Uh, Sean Payton, the terrible Saints coach. You know, he, he's, he's up there with, with those guys. Um, but anyways... Uh, I don't even know what I was saying. Oh, oh yeah. Nick's organization made a great move to get Derrick Rose. Uh, we traded him for Dennis Smith, the most down bad player in the league, or at least one of them. Uh, and a second rounder, that means nothing to us. And we got a great player who's going to make a huge impact. He's been making a huge impact. Now, speaking of Obi Toppin, yeah, he made the most of his minutes tonight. He had a highlight dunk, probably his best play of the season. Um, I don't want to bring too much negativity into this, but I'll say this about Obi Toppin. Look. I think it's a bit pathetic that the guy scores nine points and we're chanting his name. It just shows how underwhelming he's been. He's 23 years old, um, supposed to be a a safe, high floor player. He's been nothing but nothing. Not, I mean, he's been nothing close to that. What, whatever. I, I don't want to talk about Obi Toppin. It just makes me upset. Manuel quickly. 
Brings energy off the bench. Had a key floater. I'd like to see a shot get going a little bit so that we don't have to rely on the Rose so much. Alfred Payton only played five minutes. I think part of that was because we were playing terribly. We needed to score. We needed Rose in. But I, I don't want this to be the norm. Again, I said Rose can't play 40 minutes. I mean, he just can't. He's old. He's had injury troubles. You can't play a guy 40 minutes, especially if this if this uh, series goes 7, which I think it could. You get, you got to keep Hayden in the mix. Um, and I think, you know, hopefully we can establish Randall, get out to a better start next game, and we can game manage a little bit better. Um, have I missed anyone? Oh, Reggie Bullock. I mean, that guy is just great. I, I started out not so high on Reggie Bullock, but he's really a great shooter, great defender, brings hustle, brings grit, brings determination. If the Lakers had Reggie Bullock instead of uh, poverty, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, by the way, supposed to be a good three-point shooter. Never seen Contavious Caldwell-Pope hit a shot in my life. Um, to me, he's just a bag of bricks. If they had Bullock instead of KCP, I think they'd be at least a seed or two better. Um, but whatever, let's not talk about the Lakers. Um yeah, I, th- I think that's everybody. Um, my other, my like I said, I recorded a podcast before this. It was a little longer. So I think this one turned out a little worse. But what do you expect? I mean, now it's been about 30 minutes of recording. Uh, but whatever. It is what it is. Anyways, I'm going to wrap it up with what I expect going into Atlanta. Um, look, a lot of people are going to say, let's ride the momentum. Uh, let's win two in a row at Atlanta. 3-1, come back to the garden, clean it up, Nixon 5. That's unrealistic. All right, I'm going to say it. It's unrealistic. First off, you can't expect us to go into Atlanta and play with the same intensity as the second half. I mean, you can hope for it, but the fact is Madison Square Garden is is the most popping arena in, in the world. You know, you can't find intensity like you like you saw in Madison Square Garden tonight. Big up, by the way, regardless of your political beliefs, uh, opinion on these people, whatever, 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 whatever. Uh, big up to Cuomo and de Blasio. You know, like I said, regardless of anything you think about them, the fact is they played a big part in getting the fans back into Madison Square Garden, along with all the people that played a role in, in the COVID vaccine rollout. Anyways, it's amazing what, what they were able to do. Um, we went from zero fans at the beginning of the year to a full-packed stadium. Barclays Center and any other stadium could never. Uh, I bring up the Barclays Stadium in particular just because, you know, Nets fans, um, you know, they, they're they they're popping now. But uh, we'll see who's laughing Nets fans in two to three years when you have zero draft picks, no young talent, and are once again the most irrelevant team in American sports. Uh, so we'll we'll see we'll see who's laughing Nets fans, um, or or we can just wait a few more weeks after your uh, after your playoff exit, but whatever. Let's not talk about the Nets. Um, like I said, we can't expect the Garden uh, Garden type intensity. I think what we have to go in there and do is establish Randall and find a defensive scheme for Trey Young. Like I said, we got a bit lucky there in the fourth quarter. They were missing shots. I didn't see a defensive scheme I was quite comfortable with. We really got to find a way to shut down Young. Also, get Randall going early. We just can't win without Randall. It's a fact. Um, you know, I know some people may think he's a top 25 fringe player, but the reality is this is the top five player in the league. He's carried us all the way here with the help of some guys, but we, we just can't win without him. We need to get Randall going early. Um, and yeah, anyways, that's that. I think best case scenario, we win 2 0. 
in Atlanta, but I think realistically, we win 1-1, we come back, take care of business at the Garden, and when we get back to Atlanta, it's 3-2, we put the pressure on them to get a dub in their home court. Anyways, that's it. Hopefully, I can upload this. No trouble, no bushlaka. Um, Yeah, peace out. Let's go Knicks.